thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing in our lives and what is taking place in our lives. We know that you are preparing us for a better place and where we will go someday, if it be thy will. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you do. We thank you for your love and your caring. And we thank you, Jesus, for the situation that we're in with our families and with our brothers and our sisters and our church and our pastors, the pandemic in our midst and how we are being pushed and prodded in different directions and different ways and doing different things in safety. But God, you are still in control. You still have all things, all power in your hand. We thank you for the government. We thank you for what the present government has done on the um, President Biden and, and uh, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. We thank all of you. Thank you, Jesus. Be with us and guide us as we go into this Sunday school lesson, as we begin a new quarter. To all of our listeners, wherever you are throughout the world, all 100 plus thousand of your plus the local people in Beatrice and Tony Spring, Riley Cross and Mac William, our church pastors, all the folks that we interact with, um, uh, Thomas Jackson, Reverend Thomas Jackson, Representative Thomas Jackson over there in Thomasville, Alabama. Everybody continue to be as they are and, and loving and caring for each other. We thank you for his broadcast. Jesus, we are ongoing and thank you for what he's doing for in our lives. We are also thinking about the bereavement of the folks that we are burying at Antioch. This past weekend, we had the uh, loss of one of the Smith family. And uh, Pastor Smith came, and we had a great time out there talking and you know, remembering Christ and doing things for God and getting to know each other and, and prior to the burial of his family member. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you for all of my family members and the church members, Reverend Oliver and Sister Oliver and Joyce Oliver, all of the deacons that work doing the things that you would have us to do. We all like one hand on the finger. We all have different jobs on the hand. So we just continue to do our job. As they say, stay in your lane, do your job, and God will take care of the rest. On behalf of all of us here, again, thank you, and God bless you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. All right. Um... The internet is uh, doing its normal thing here this morning. Uh, we are beginning a new quarter, which will be March, April, and May. Uh, teacher's Guide from the Baptist uh, uh, Church. Uh, the quarter at a glance. Uh, the date Today's date, March the 7th, following true leaders is our subject, coming from Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, the 15th through the 22nd verse. This unit is going to be dealing with faithful prophets. Faithful prophets. It has four lessons drawn from the book of Exodus, Deuteronomy, Joshua, First and Second King. They explore the reason why prophets were necessary in Israel's history. Moses led the people out of Egypt, thus fulfilling God's promise to bring the people back to Canaan. In Deuteronomy, Moses relayed to the people God's promise to give them prophets who would speak God's word to them. Stories from Joshua, Hudea. Um, and Elijah illustrates the fulfillment of God's promises given through Moses. We just uh, got the reviewing. Maddie Daly, thank you. Good morning. Welcome to the Sunday School lesson. We hope the internet uh, will hold up and allow us to continue to broadcast. But we are simulcast broadcasting on our radio station, Block Talk Radio. So if you don't hear it here, you can hear it over on Block Talk Radio. I'll leave the link before we leave the air, God willing. All right, the unit number two, we are beginning a new quarter. 
And we hope that you have your Sunday school books or your Bible handy. We begin the, the Unit 2, Prophets of Restoration. We're just uh, reviewing and previewing what's going to be taking place the entire three months of this uh, Sunday school lesson quarter. Unit 2, Prophets of Restoration, contains four lessons that reveal the, reveals the passion of God during the time in Israel history when the people continually forsook the ways of God. On Easter, Isaiah, prophet writings, and the book of Luke, and the usual portrays Jesus as the suffering sovereign, the one through whom believers receive salvation. Passages from the prophecies, Ezra, Nehemiah, Lamentations, show the faith of the prophets as they promise presented new hopes to the Israelites. All right, those dates are April, so the month of April, four um, subjects dealing that, during that time, April the 4th, April the 11th, April the 18th, and April the 25th. And the final uh, unit for this uh, quarter is Courage, Prophets of Change. It's comprised of five lessons that shows the boldness of God's prophets in the book of First King, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Jonah, Israel, and Judah were released from captivity and charged to rebuild Jerusalem. God sent prophets to call the people to restore their covenant relationship with God. When the people strayed away from their covenant with God, the prophets called them back. That would be the date of May the 2nd, May the 9th, May the 16th, May the 23rd, and May the 30th within the quarter. This is the quarter at a glance from Unit 1, Faithful Prophets, Unit 2, Prophets of Registration, a Restoration, rather, and Unit 3, Courageous Prophets of Change. And as you see, the Internet keeps going out. If you would, bear with us anyway. If not, we're simulcasting also on Blog Talk Radio at the same time. We are recording for uploading to Blog Talk Radio. All right. As we turn the pages, um, there is something in regards to uh, what you need to do. Uh, in regards to uh, planning for your lesson, make sure you spend your time reading those weekly uh, uh, lessons that were set down for you. Um, the five days prior to the lesson, we hope that you did follow along in that regard to get ready for today's Sunday School lesson. For all of you that are joining us on the air, thank you very much for being a part of Antioch Number 1 Baptist Church down in Tunnel Spring, where Reverend Raylan Olive is our pastor. Um, for this day's Sunday School lesson. You can also hear Reverend Oliver later on today, which since today is the first Sunday over at Daniel Baptist Church out from uh, Frisco City. You can hear his services. It may be, it's about 7 o'clock here now. He should be on around 7.30, 8 o'clock or somewhere along there about. All right. It'll be broadcast on Facebook as well. There are things that are taking place in our life. God is still working. He is still doing his job. And we should still do ours. That is, get the word out. However way means necessary that you can get the word out, just get the word out. You can do it. God will bless you for it. Don't worry about what your situation is or what you're going through. God will handle that for you. All right. As we said before, we are still searching for our Brother Richardson. Um, Brother Let, like I said before, earlier came by and talked to us about that. And um, those that came out and was on the search and prayer was offered and all of those kinds of things to help the, those that are laboring to find Brother Richardson. So pray for their family as they tore to look for their brother. All right, let us begin. 
This is the spring quarter, 2021, Unit 1, Faithful Prophets, Faithful Prophets, Lesson 1, March the 7th, 2021. Devotional reading will come from Psalm 77, 11 through 20. Background scripture comes from Exodus, the 12th chapter, the 28th through the 50th verse, Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, the 5th through the 22nd verse. The print passage will come from Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, verses 15 through 22. Our key verse for today, key verse for today, the Lord thy God will raise up thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto men, unto him ye shall hearken. Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, the 5th verse, uh, this is from the King James Version. And the New IV Version says, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your Fellow Israelites, you must listen to him. Follow true leaders. That's the big subject for today. Follow true leaders. In the big book, Prophets of Deliverance. Prophets of Deliverance. Prophets of Deliverance. All right. Prophets of Deliverance. The lesson aim, as a result of experiencing this lesson, the participants should be able to do these things. Number one, study Moses role as a prophet of God in leading the Israelites out of Egypt. Reflect on leaders who guide us through seemingly impossible situations. Completely rely on God in resolving challenging situations. Completely rely on God for challenging situations. The lesson aim, study Moses as a prophet of God in leading the Israelites out of Egypt. Reflect on leaders who guide us through seemingly impossible situations. Completely rely on God in resolving challenging situations. Who do you rely on in challenging situations? From this lesson, you should learn, and you should know by now, to rely on God in resolving challenging situations. All right. The key terms for today is message, speech, utterance, word. Uh, another term, Moses, Exodus, background scripture, Hebrews. Meshach, a group, Israelite leaders, prophets, and law givers, prophets, Hebrew, spokesman, speaker, rise up, rise up, stand, stand, rise. All right. Why this lesson matters. Why this lesson matters. We're just 10 minutes into the service, and we hope you stay with it, even though, even though Facebook keep going in and out, but stay with us, please. It will be okay. God has a message for you today. Why this lesson matters. Life often confronts us with situations that appear to offer only poor outcomes. How are we to respond when the seemingly impossible is asked of us? Following the command of God, the people of Israel left Egypt under the leadership of a faithful prophet, Moses, who became a model for prophets to come. Those of you that carry God's word, speak God's word, teach God's word, continue to do so. In spite of the difficulties that you go through, just carry God's word because that is what he asks us to do. And as they say, the rewards are out of this world. The lesson in focus. One might say that the belief in one God as the sovereign creator and sustainer of all things is like an island surrounded by an ocean of conflicting and competing religions, ideologies, magical superstitions, 
practical. Some who profess to believe in the Bible also put their confidence in predictions of horoscopes and psychics. The master of deception, Satan, energizes many voices to block or distract people from the knowledge of God, sovereignty, and yielding their lives to him in a total trust. This is not a recent phenomenon. People have been fooled and tricked by Satan for a long time, ever since the beginning of time. He is the father of the lie. He's the deceiver. That is why you need to stay focused. Satan energizes many voices. As Israel prepared to enter the promised land, they stood ready to cross into a territory surrounded by strange abominable religious practices that threatened to lure them away from the God who was there only source of direction and provision and protection. Facing the future with confidence required recommitting themselves to the God who had chosen and delivered them as his own. Though Moses, God assured them that he would rise up, raise up prophets from among them to provide message of direction and encouragement and hope. The lesson in context. Moses has served 40 years as God's appointed leader. He had delivered Israel from enslavement to Egypt and was approaching the end of his life. Through him, God had instructed, protected, and provided his chosen people through a long, difficult wilderness journey. The book of Deuteronomy, often called the second law, record Moses' final address to Israel as they prepared to enter Canaan. Moses had went through all kinds of things with the people of Israel, the Jewish people bringing them out of Egypt. In fact, he didn't get into the promised land himself because of he, the people angered him, and he did something that he wasn't supposed to do. God told him to speak to the rock. Moses struck the rock. As a result of that, Moses was denied entrance into the promised land. God is faithful in his word. He reminded them, Moses Final address as they prepared to enter Canaan. It was that his farewell speeches Moses addressed the generation that were old enough to remember the giving of the law and the covenant made at Sinai. He reminded them of the prophet's rebellion against the Lord's consequences of unbelief and God's faithfulness toward them. Most importantly, Moses called Israel to obey obey. Fear, love, and serve God alone when they entered the land that God had promised to them in his covenant with Abraham during his second address. See Deuteronomy 4, 44, 28-66 verse. Moses reviewed and repeated the stipulation of the covenant made at, at, at um, Sinai. Moses gave strict warnings not to practice, not to practice. Good morning, Maddie. We are being interrupted by the uh, Facebook, but we're still trying to go forward with the Sunday School lesson. You can also follow along later on Blog Talk Radio. I will leave the link when we leave the, the air with the Sunday School lesson broadcast on uh, the uh, Facebook. That's the where you can listen to the entire lesson without the interruptions, even though we are being videoed here live. You can listen to it on Blog Talk Radio and hear the whole services. And you can share it with other friends as well. Thank you for listening this morning. Moses reviewed and repeated the stipulations of the covenant made at Sinai. Moses gave a strict warning not to practice any of the detestable religious practice of the pagan inhabitants of Canaan. See Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, 9th through the 12th verse. Then reminded them of God's promise to perpetually provide a prophet or messengers through whom he would give them dictation 
direction, hope, and encouragement. See Deuteronomy 18, chapter, the 15th through 22nd verse. This is what we're going to be dealing with today. This is the outline for today's lesson. If you would turn to Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, verses 15 through 22. If you have your Sunday school books, um, which we got in our hands yesterday, um, you can let deliver them here. For those of you who do not have your Sunday school yet, we do have some, and you will um, uh, turn to Deuteronomy 18 to 15 to 22nd verse for today's Sunday school lesson. An open inquiry. How did God expect the nation to receive the prophet he promised to provide? Why did God promise to provide a prophet from among them? What was the penalty for failing to listen to the prophet whom God would provide? How would Israel recognize God's prophet? All thoughts for open inquiry for the beginning of this lesson for today. Let's look at insights. Insights. Scholars have used both the Old and New Testament passages to identify the prophets in Deuteronomy 18 and 15 as the coming Messiah who would proclaim divine revelation and lead God's people. Jesus came and fulfilled his mission as God's ultimate prophet. See Luke, the fourth chapter, the 18th through the 19th verse. God, Jesus' son, was the ultimate prophet. All of the other prophets, Moses and different guys like that, but Peter, John, all of them, they were good, but God sent his own personal son as a prophet as well. God kept the promise to provide a divine messenger to deliver his words of encouragement, direction, instruction, and hope. Our responsibility is to pray for God to continue, to continue to provide servants after his own heart who will obey his word and deliver sound, uncompromised biblical doctrines and teaching. Every time God has something for his people and they're involved in a situation, God has somebody over them to lead. Right now, God is not here with us, but who he left with us? He left the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity of God. He always leaves somebody here to lead us. I don't care how bad the situation is, how difficult the situation looks, or what we're going through. God always have a ram in the bush to lead his people. All right. Expiration. Let's look at the expiration. God willing, if you be your power and in your power, hold the Facebook and that for that we can continue the service without interruption, if it be thy will. If not, we will continue as we are going. Thank you. Expiration. One approach to facilitating this lesson is to ensure that you, your students understand its intimate context and its similarity to today's world. Explain that the environment that Israel was preparing to entertain from superstition, idolatry, and other evils that could lead them into sin and idolatry. Each of these detestable practices had their own followers and practices who would tempt God's people away from their God. Lead the class in comparing <clears throat> this environment with today's society. How are we doing today? What is taking place in this country today? What is taking place within the party called Democratic? What is taking place in the party called Republican? We are talking about how this lesson today compares to what is taking place today in this world. We are being twisted, prodded, and trodden by false news, different music, this to that, and one or the other. That 
twist you and turn you and keep you away from God's word. Keep you dividing and fighting against each other. That's the way Satan's work. He's the deceiver. He's the liar. The same thing that's going on in this lesson right now was going on in the world today. With the past administration, with the present administration, and all administration to come, God is still working out his thing. God raises up leaders and he sets them down. All right. Allow them to identify similar practice in the occult of false religion and currently in practice, such as witchcraft. Uh, all kinds of things, Ouija boards, uh, um, uh, what do you ever you call them, uh, uh, soothsayers, whatever you want to call it, uh, people that are bringing false stuff teaching to you. God assures that he would raise up his own prophet who would deliver his word so that Israel could know his voice and listen to him. Use the print passage of highlighting God's expectation of obedience to God's message. God expects you to obey his messengers. Messengers are penalties for disobedience and how Israel was to determine the validity of God's prophet. Discuss the responsibilities that individual believers have in the context of this lesson, since we have the complete revelations of God's word, including such responsibilities as becoming faithful students of the word so that you can discern truth and error and readily obey sound biblical doctrine. Do not. Good morning, Miss Vivian. We are in the process of doing the lesson. We've interrupt, been interrupted, Rob, but we're still continuing. Um, the lesson for today is Prophets of Deliverance, uh, following good leaders, and you should be discerning enough to know God's Word so that you will not be deceived or led astray by anything that is taking place in the world today. This lesson is going to be comparing what is taking place today where we are here in 2021. Good morning, Miss Smith. Good morning. Um, we are just beginning the lesson. Let us go to the first outline. Additional exercise for the teacher. Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, verses 15 through 19. This is from the King James Version. Let us begin. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, unto ye, ye shall hearken. How oh, God is telling the people of Israel that God will raise up a prophet. One of the prophets that God raised up, the most powerful of all, was Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, God Almighty, his son, the Trinity of God, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is with us now that is guiding us through these times that we are living in today, March the 7th, 2021. All right, let's go to the second verse. According to all that thou doest of the Lord thy God to Sinai in the day of the assembly, say, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire and more that I die not. The prophet God, Jesus, his son, the prophet, God told them on the mountain, about what to take place. You remember when Moses was teaching the children how they were rebelling and doing different things? And when God come in their presence, they got all petrified and scared and things like that, just like we do now uh, when things happening on the ordinary, out of the ordinary that concerns us. We have become frightened. And here the people are saying, Oh, according to all thy duties of the Lord thy God in, here in Sinai in the day, they're talking to Moses. You scared us when you took us to the mountain. All right. And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. 
All right. I will raise up a prophet from among them, brethren, like unto thee, and will put my word in his mouth, and he shall speak unto thee all that I shall command thee. That is what God does. He raises up people to speak to us, telling us the truth, but it's up to us to be discerning and learn of his word and know his word. When a preacher, a teacher, Sunday school teacher, I don't care who it is, bring you the word of God. Do not rely on the human voice that you hear. Go to God's word, the Bible, and find out for yourself. Study God's word to show yourself approved and rightfully dividing the truth of God's word. Do not mis be misled by folks such as, remember Jim Jones years ago? Remember uh, other people that are, came along as prophets and, 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 and fooled people and, and led them off to death? Stay with God's word. He will not lead you off to death. He will lead you to eternal life. All right, let's look at this. The older generation of believers has the responsibility to teach the younger the precepts and principles of God's word. That is what we all have the ability to do. That's what we do in Sunday school. That's what the pastors do. We teach others the word of God. In fact, asserting this responsibility and privilege should be the desire of those who have been blessed to grow older, chronological, and strong spiritually, available to influence the younger generation with such guidance and reassurance as needed. Young believers and many older ones must learn to hear God's voice and trust Him as their only reliable guide for daily living. Moses, advantaged in age and on the brink of death, when God used him to deliver the final words of direction for the nation as they prepared to pass into the possessed, as they to pass and possess the, the promised land. The polytheistic nations that would surround Israel practiced magic and superstition. God strictly forbade Israel from indulging in any of these practices. In Moses' third message, he reminded Israel to avoid these abominations and told them that God would provide uh, prophets to reveal his will to them. That's in verse 15. The prophets, that's in verse 15. Remember, the Lord will give you a raise of prophet. He's going to send somebody to guide you. You don't have to rely on all the Ouija boys and who sales and who do and all that other stuff that's being used trying to trick you. Don't rely on all this stuff. Rely on God's word. All the false prophets, who do, voodoo, whatever you want to call it. I'm repeating myself because I can't go back over what I said while the internet was off. But don't be led by those things. Lead, be led by God, Jesus' word. The prophets God promised would be an Israelite and not a foreigner like Moses. The prophet would speak for God. The place of the prophet is Israel, the best understood in the nation experience at Sinai. That's in Exodus 20, 18 through 21st verse. Frightened by God's spectacular manifestation, Israel had placed with Moses to commune with God on behalf of them and bring. The people got scared when Moses took them to the mountain. His words back to them their wish was for a human spoken was acceptable of the Lord, verse 17. He promised to put his words in the prophet's mouth, verse 18. They were scared of God because of the prophet would deliver God's word to the nation. Israel was obligated to obey God without question under penalty of punishment. That's be in verse 19. You will get paid. I will you for myself call to account anyone who does not listen to my word that the prophet speak in my name. That is still true today. God speaks to us in his word made flesh through the Holy Bible, God's word. 
Moses set the standards for the prophet that God would provide for his people because of his close intimacy with God. See Deuteronomy 34 and 10. Moses was very close to God. Not, with, not until John the Baptist was there a greater prophet than Moses. The ultimate prophet was the person of Jesus Christ. I say again, the ultimate prophet was the prophet Jesus Christ, was in the person of Jesus Christ, the promised Messiah, the mediator of the new covenant. He sits at the right hand of the Father, waiting to hear you say, Our Father. He spoke only what his Father commanded him to say. See John, the 12th chapter and the 49th verse. His words are God and are to be obeyed without question. God still raises intermediaries called and anointed servants from among his people to speak for him and deliver words of encouragement, direction, deliverance, and hope. God expects that, like Moses, they will deliver his commands and emphasizing his expectation for living holy, even in a corrupt world and the consequences of disobedience. Let us begin uh, looking at uh, the starter question. Name some ways that Christian positions themselves to obey those whom God sends to deliver his word. Look at, think about the leaders of your life, religious leaders, pinpoint a situation in which they had guided them through a seemingly impossible situation. At a time when so many are claiming to speak for God, discuss the commands God's people call us to listen to and obey God's true prophet. We are in a time right now when you can be easily misled by what someone else is lying about God's word. Know God's word. Read it for yourself. From Genesis to Revelation, know God's word. Take time, set time aside every day to read God's word and pray and meditate on God's word. Do not be deceived or fooled by liars a false prophet leading you astray, just like they was trying to do to Israel back in that day. Let's look at uh, Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, the 20th through the 22nd verse. This is the last outline. King James Version, here's the ver scripture. This is verse 20. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of another God, even the prophet shall die. Listen. Don't worry about when they prophet or preacher, teacher, they be lying to you. You should know the difference in the truth in God's word. The Holy Spirit will lead you to all truth. God, listen, you cannot do nothing about a pastor or teacher that is lying or misleading the church. You as a church followers believe, oh, he's not our pastor. We're going to get rid of his pastor. God sent you that pastor. And God will deal with that pastor if he's lying to you or if he's misusing you or misusing your money. You let God handle the prophets. You let God handle the pastor. You do not have, you do not have the quality to handle the pastor. Oh, this is making a lot of folks angry now that's listening to me now. Oh, I'm going to do what I can about it if I get a bad pastor. You don't know nothing about what God's doing. Let God handle and, and, and deal with uh, preachers that are lies and thieves or whatever they are doing. Let God handle them. Because God has the capability to handle them better than you. He will do what is place. It ain't your place to, to penalize or uh, do nothing against no pastor. Let God do that. That's his responsibility. All right. Let me read that again. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, 
are that shall speak in the name of other gods, even the prophets, shall die. In other words, God is going to deal with wrong pastors. God going to deal with bad pastors. If thou say, let's go to 21. If thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? Wait a minute. It's in this Holy Spirit will lead you to all truth. You know God's word. Study God's word, and you will know God's word. And if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word in which the Lord has not spoken? Because you're going to know God's word. Because you will have studied God's word. Because whenever he speaks, someone speaks the word, you will go to God's word to see what God's word say. Or you should have the Bible right in front of you when someone is speaking to you. Just like now this Sunday school. Have this Sunday school book right in front of you or your Bible. We are talking from Deuteronomy. This Sunday school lesson is coming from Deuteronomy. The um, 18th chapter, the 15th through the 22nd verse. What you should do is like I ask you to. Turn to Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, the 5th and the 22nd verse, and hear what it said. Don't just listen to Freddie Howard, the Sunday school teacher, the superintendent down at Antioch Baptist Church. You listen to God's word. All right, let's go to 20. But the prophet shall come to presume speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that he shall speak in the name of other gods, even the prophet shall die. If they lying to you, if Freddie Howard is lying to you, God's going to deal with Freddie Howard. Not you. You just know God's word. All right. And if thou in thine heart shall say, know the word which depart not spoken. How are you going to know what God's word said if you don't read God's word? How are you going to know when somebody's lying to you if you don't read the Bible? You read the Bible and find out. All right. Let's go to verse 21. If thou say in thine heart, how shall I know the word? You will know the word. The Holy Spirit reveals all truth to you. You're a true Christian and you believe in Christ. God's going to lead you to the truth of his word. Study God's word, the Holy Bible. All right, let's go to verse number 22. When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the things follow not come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. But the prophet has spoken is presumptuously that thou shall not be afraid of him. When someone is speaking... The word of Christ. And they say something that's going to happen and it don't happen. That's a good sign. They may not be a prophet. And then again, it may not be the time for it to happen. But you must know God's word. You must have God's word embedded in your heart. You yourself must know God's word. Let's look at that for that, that outline. If a prophet proclaim in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true. That's what they say something that does not come true. That is a message that the Lord has not spoken. That prophet has spoken presumptuous, so, so do not be alarmed. Stay with God's word. Stay with God's word. Don't be led astray by false prophets. Know God's word. Study the Bible for yourself. Know it from Genesis to Revelation. Moses predicted the false prophets would raise and speak in the name of other gods rather than the name of the Lord. God expected immediate and unquestionable obedience to the word he sent by his prophet. Those who dared to prophesy falsely in God's name would be guilty of presumption for trying to take the place of God by speaking a message that God did not send. The penalty for doing so was death. Verses 20. God gives 
two tests to help Israel accurately determine whether a prophet was genuinely speaking for him. In verse 21 and 22. Listen. In verse 21 and 22, God gives you two scriptures that would determine whether or not a prophet is lying, is a false prophet, and is telling you stuff that is not true. He gives you two strippers. Remember that today that you heard it here on on, on, on uh, Antioch number one uh, Sunday school. They are number 21. If thou say in thy heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? And verse 22, when a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the name follow not, that is come to pass, that is the thing which has not spoken, but the prophet has spoken presumptuously, and thou shalt not be a, that shall not be afraid of him. Listen, God tells you how to find out the truth of the word. He gives you two scriptures to see whether or not somebody is lying to you. The first test, all right, here we go. The first test was whether the prophet's words were consistent with the character of God and his revealed word. Speaking in the name of other gods was an obvious contradiction of God's word and the first evidence of indicated a false prophet. Speaking in the name of other gods, other than God the Father, Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, is your first sign that he's a liar. That is the first sign. Good morning, Miss Arthur. We're about to end the lesson. The first sign that somebody is lying to you about God's word is that when they begin to talk to you about other gods, there is only one God, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All them other gods that's in the world, your car, your house, your land, your money, whatever it is, is false prophets. Study God's word and know who the prophets are. The first test were whether the prophet's words was consistent with the character of God, his revealed word. Speaking in name, if somebody is speaking to you and somebody named other than God, the Father, Jesus, Son, that's your first sign. Get away from that person. Stop listening to them. All right? All right? God's word, the first evidence of indicator of a false prophet. If they're speaking in other gods now. All right? The second test for whether the prophecy was fulfilled or came true. The next test is whether or not the prophecy came true. Okay? Give it time, whatever it is they said we're going to But if he, if they already lying and telling you that some other God said it, you already know it's, it's not going to come true. If if it did not, then the prophet was false. Look at that. That's a clear indication. Give it time. If it don't come to pass what they said, they're lying. They're not a true prophet. If what they say is going to happen and it do not happen, the 22nd verse in Deuteronomy is tell you that they are lying. If it do not come to pass, if I say that chickens going to fall from the sky when you step outside, if no chickens don't fall from the sky, you know I'm lying. Come on. Be smart. Know God's word. The second test where the prophecy was fulfilling this thing or came true. If it did not come true, it's a lie. How about that? Clear and simple. God's word. All right. If they did none, then the prophet was false. If it did not, then the prophet was false. Although the possibility of false prophets' predictions commonly true exists, they are to be rejected if prophecy fail. Because the word of God of heaven is always true. God's word is always true. Because the word of God of heaven is always true. It never failed. False prophets were to be rejected and executed. Spiritual discernment is essential for every believer. Spiritual discernment 
is the responsibility of every Christian. Know God's word. Know God's word. All right. They are to be rejected and possibly fail. Spiritual discernment is essential for every believer. Satan drives and enable false prophets as he is able to transform himself into an angel of light for the purpose of fooling and beguiling even the elect of God. See 2 Corinthians 2, 11 and 14. How do you think he beguiled and fooled Eve in the Garden of Eden? Surely you won't die if you eat off that tree. Come on. Surely you won't die. You surely will die. You will die Sin, you will be disconnected from God. Sin, and guess what? As a result of her falling for Satan's lie in the Garden of Eden, guess what? Every human being that lives today carries the curse that Satan put on Eve when she ate of that tree in which God told her not to. What did Satan tell her? Surely you won't die. Satan is a liar and a deceiver. He is a false prophet. All right. All right. Satan drives and able false prophets. He is able to transform himself into an angel of light for the purpose of fooling and beguiling even the elect of God. See 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, verses 11 through 14. You want to know what God's word said of how Satan can fool you? I just told you, go to 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, verses 11 through 14, and you see how Satan will lie and deceive and fool people. Do not believe Satan. Believe God's word. Discernment is a spiritual gift. Discernment is a spiritual gift. It is important that you study God's word. It is important that you listen to what folks say. And when they say it, go find out for yourself. Don't just listen to what they say. Don't just listen to Freddie Howard this morning at the Sunday school lesson. Go to 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, and 11 and 14, and read God's word. Okay? Discernment is a spiritual gift, but each believer can become more spiritual discerning through the consistent study of God's Word. Consistent study of God's Word. Consistent means today, tomorrow, next day, day after day, day after day, continue, continue, continue. Don't study today, then two weeks later you study a little more, then a month later. No, no, no. Study today, tomorrow, every day. Study God's Word and the practice of prayer. Study God's word and enter into prayer with it. All right. The ultimate responsibility for identifying and listening to God's prophet belonged to the people of Israel. God left it to the responsibility of the people of Israel to study and know his word. When he told them something, he sent prophets for them, it was up to them to do what God had encouraged them and told them to do. All right. Moses revealed the repeating all the commands God had given his people at Sinai. The people were then expected to act on what they knew, and so are we. What do you know about Jesus Christ? What do you know about God? What do you know about his son, Jesus? What do you know about the Holy Spirit? Do you know that God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit is the unity of three? They are all the same. Do you know that? Do you know that God said that the Holy Spirit that he left here as a comforter will lead you to all truths? Did you know that? All right. You should know that, but it's because God's word and it is true. All right. The people were expected to act on what they knew, and so are we. God still provides genuine preachers and teachers to deliver messages of instruction, warning, hope, 
and encouragement. We also have the infallible Word of God to help us face impossible and trying circumstances. It is the responsibility of the community of faith to prioritize the preaching and the teaching of God. It is the responsibility of us in the church, those born again, to prioritize the teaching and instruction of God. It is our responsibility. Me as a superintendent at Antioch Baptist Church there in Tona Springs, where Reverend Olive is the pastor, it is my responsibility to tell you God's word truthfully as it relates to the Bible. And if I'm lying to you, God will deal with Freddie Howard, not you. But you know when Freddie Howard opened his mouth to go to God's word and look up what Freddie Howard said. Do not lie on me. All right. We also have the infallible word of God to help us face impossible and trying circumstances. We are impossible and trying circumstances right now with the pandemic. Some places are opening up. Some people said, take the mask off. Some people said, forget about the, the, the safe distance. Some people are doing all kinds of stuff. But what your mind tells you? What did God in your spirit tell you about what to do? Huh? What does he tell you to do? Listen to your heart. Listen to what God's telling you. Say, for instance, like the pandemic that is taking place now. Some people are taking off the mask. Some people getting away with this six feet staying apart. Some people doing away with all those things. But what does God tell you to do about what's taking place in so far as the COVID-19? What does God tell you in your heart to do? That's who you follow. You follow what God is telling you in your heart. Don't listen to what somebody else is saying. Oh, we're going to do like Texas. We're going to do like whoever. We're going to take down all the barriers for COVID-19. You do what's in your heart. Let God leave you. All right. It is the responsibility of the community of faith to prioritize the practice and teaching of God. It is the believer's responsibility to make himself or herself available to learn that he is engaged in receiving the word and remain safeguard from ungodliness and every aspect of false religion. All right. What must a balance? All right. As we close out the lesson, uh, question for you. Why must there be a balance between inspiration and information in the presentation of God's word? There must be a balance. Why should there be a balance? Don't get to somebody that's all hope and holler and no instruction. Be prepared to listen and know God's word. Why must, when in doubt, not only check it out, but wait it out. Look at that. Apply these phrases in meaning to false and prophets, seers, teachers of our day. When in doubt, not only check it out, but wait it out. And number three, apply this phrase to meaning the false prophets in today. When in doubt, check it out, Wait, but wait it out. All right. Next week's lesson will be the lesson topic of Sunday, March the 14th, 2021, is Making Wise Choices. Making Wise Choices. Devotional reading is Hebrews 11, chapter 23rd through 31st verse. Background scripture is Joshua, the 5th chapter, 13th, 6th and 27th verse. And the printed text is Joshua, the 5th chapter, verses 13 through 15, the 6th chapter, verses 1 through 5, the 15th, 16th, and 20th verse. Let us go to our closing prayer. Dear God, we thank you that you still speak and reveal your will for our lives. As we continuously study, apply your word, and engage in the ministry of prayer, increase our spiritual discernment. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
We thank you all for listening for the Sunday School lesson. We were interrupted many times, but if you will go to Blog Talk Radio, I will be uploading this in the next few minutes. You can hear the entire lesson uninterrupted by the video that we did here on Facebook. We have been able to do only twice the entire lesson of the Sunday School lesson on Facebook without interruption. This morning, we have been troubled by an interruption several times, but God is still good. Okay, don't forget to read the Sunday School lessons for next week. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Those are your daily Bible reading. Read those home daily Bible reading as it prepare you for Sunday's March the 14th lesson, Joshua's Success Conquest of Jericho. Don't forget to read the five-day lessons for next week that will lead you up to Sunday school lesson for Sunday, which is called Making Wise Choices. That's March the 14th and the 21st. On behalf of all of us here at House Super Gospel Block Talk Radio, located at 231 6th Avenue, Reverend Waylon Olive, our pastor down at Antioch Number One Baptist Church, uh, and our first lady, Sister Olive, and our clerk, um, we thank you all, and um, God bless you. And uh, we will see you next time on the Sunday School Lesson from Antioch Baptist Church, Stone Spring, there in Beatrice, Alabama. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.